Did the Federal Reserve just set the markets up for a crash? Let's get into that this morning. This past weekend, we talked about the market now getting very extended. Of course, the market has now been up 18 straight days in a row with only two down days. The last time that occurred in the market is never. That's right. This is one of the longest advances in the markets without a correction. This is what we call a buying stampede. Right now, the markets are two standard deviations above the 50-day moving average, which is now increasing that, that gravitational pull on prices by moving averages. At the same time, on Friday, we did actually trigger our money flow sell signal. Now, this isn't a critical sell signal that you need to worry about at the moment. Money flows are still very positive here. And again, when you have a money flow sell signal with positive money flows, I know this is a bit confusing, that doesn't suggest you're gonna have a big correction in the market. It does suggest though that we may have seen all the gains here for a little bit of time as the market kind of consolidates some of the recent advance. The MACD is also still positive here as well. And again, getting very elevated here and combined with that money flow sell signal, if these two signals do confirm each other, it is likely that we will see a correction back towards the 50-day moving average. Now that could occur in the first couple of weeks of December once we start getting mutual fund distributions started. What does this have to do with the Federal Reserve setting the stock market up for a crash? Well, let's talk about what they said. The Federal Reserve said in their latest policy announcement that they would begin tapering their balance sheet, but they really weren't moving anytime soon or raising interest rates because full employment has still not been attained. Now, we're currently at 4.6%, the unemployment rate, one of the lowest levels that we've had historically. How are we not back at full employment yet? Well, that's really a question for the Federal Reserve. But the issue here is, is they're keeping their foot on the accommodation policy pedal at this point to continue to support asset prices. Now, why would they do that? Well, as you can see, there is a long-term historical correlation between the markets and consumer confidence. Right now, consumer confidence is not confident, and yet we've got stock markets at all-time highs and the second highest level valuation of record, Schiller PE valuations now at 40 times trailing earnings. That's expensive by any measure. Also, as we take a look at the S&P 500 versus GDP, the Fed is not worried about inflation according to the latest call, yet we've got the biggest spike between CPI, which is the consumer price index, and the producer price index. Now, this is important because of two reasons. One, if PPI is surging over consumer price indexes, that means producers can't pass on price increases to consumers. That impacts profit margins ultimately and earnings. And of course, if we go back in history, anytime that we've seen a big spike between PPI and CPI, that has basically been near a peak in the markets. Now, not always a major correction, but problematic because particularly when there's high valuations and weaker earnings growth, we could see a lot more volatility pick up next year. Also, taking a look at productivity, the Fed says, you know what, we're not anywhere near full employment. Well, full employment's a function of math. We currently have a labor force participation rate at nearly the lowest level in history, despite the fact that we've had stellar job growth over the course of the last year and a half that labor force participation rate continues to erode. And that simply suggests that full employment means that we may get to three or three and a half percent unemployment, yet we still have a very large contingent of the population not working simply because they're no longer counted 
as part of the workforce. And that's much different than somebody who's retired. You're simply no longer counted. This is the thing you want to pay attention to because labor forces continue to decline after each major crisis event in the economy going back to 2000 where it peaked. Lastly, of course, wages and inflation. Despite the fact that we have this stellar job recovery, wages are still way underperforming the rate of inflation. So in other words, the real cost of living for consumers is far outpacing what their wage increases are coming. That's eventually going to pose a problem for corporate earnings and profit margins as we get into 2022. Did the Fed just make a mistake? Probably. Is the market set up for a crash? Well, not just yet, but it could become a much more of a reality as we get into later stages of next year. I'm your host, Lance Roberts, for 3 Minutes on Markets and Money. See you back here tomorrow.